You want to talk about Travis Kelsey and how good he looked last night. We go no further than the Chiefs reporter, Matt McMullen, who joins us live from Las Vegas. Matt, how are you tonight, man? Dusty, what's going on? How you doing? I'm great, man. I'm uh, I'm, I'm almost there. I know it's probably different for you. I know this is what, this is your, is this your fourth rodeo? For the Super Bowl, yeah. Now, 2020 was kind of weird right. because of COVID. I didn't go to that one, and that was kind of treated like just a normal mm-hmm. road trip. And in 2019, uh, I didn't travel with the team until the Friday before the game. But uh, I was down in Arizona for the whole thing last year and now getting to repeat it this time around. So it's technically my third Super Bowl that I've attended and my second full Super Bowl week. Must be nice. Uh, <laughs> how <laughs> is yeah, no, it? It's a hell of a payoff for what you get because I know you're – you're, you don't stop, man. Like, you get maybe like a month or a month and a half, and then it's right back to it because this team always seems to find themselves playing football uh, in a meaningful game around February. But what's what's kind of different so far this year with this team than maybe in years past? Well, I really think it's the resiliency of this group. And you could look at any of the great Chiefs teams of years past and, and say that they were resilient and they were, I mean, you look at the 2019 team uh, overcoming all of those deficits, that's resiliency. But this year it's just a little bit different where they weren't the one seed this year and they didn't have home field advantage throughout the playoffs and they didn't have some breaks fall their way. I mean, truly the chiefs had the toughest road to the Super Bowl of any team I can remember in recent memory and to beat the dolphins in the fourth coldest game ever then to go to Buffalo and into that stadium where that crowd wanted nothing more than to beat the Chiefs and to win that game, and then to follow it up with not a letdown, but actually going to Baltimore and winning against the one seed and ending their season uh, and advancing to the Super Bowl yet again. This, this run this year has been, just in my mind, specifically really epic. And it's one of those things where I'm kind of glad that Chiefs got the three seed now because the memories that we've created here over the last several weeks, I think it just adds to the legend of this team. And uh, got to get the job done here on Sunday. But I really think the resiliency of this year's group, uh, even though last year and the years past teams were resilient as well, just really stands out to me. Do you think this team wants it more so because they want to win back-to-back titles, or do you think this team wants to win this more because this would be the definition, slam the book shut, of a dynasty you've won three titles in a matter of years like every other team that's done it in the past, Dallas, whatever, New England. Is it more so they want to win back-to-back? Is it more so they want the dynasty, or is it just yes? Well, I think it's a little bit of everything. Uh, I think Travis Kelsey spoke about how teams that win back-to-back titles are remembered differently. And that's true. I mean, it hasn't happened in a very long time. I think the 0304 Patriots are the last teams to do it. Uh, so when you win back-to-back titles, that creates a legacy that, I mean, immortalizes you forever. And I think guys like Kelsey, guys like Patrick, they're aware of that. I think also the disrespect that the Chiefs have had all year from opponents or from national pundits, I think that fuels this team Uh, to where they are and and hopefully to what they want to achieve. But I also think it has to do with, we think about this run of Chiefs players and we think about Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones and Patrick Mahomes and how they've been here for all of these Super Bowls. But I truly believe that for guys like Patrick and Travis and Chris, like what makes them such great teammates is they're thinking about the players that have not won one before. I mean, they're thinking about the Drew Tranquils and the Mike Edwards. I guess Mike technically got one against us back in 2020, but winning their first Super Bowl with the Chiefs. I mean, they think about that, and they want to do it for the guy next to them. And that sounds kind of cliche, but I really believe it's true, and I think it motivates these guys 
that they see each other in the locker room during the season more than they see their own families. And they know how badly some of these younger players or, or veterans who haven't had a chance to win one, how badly they want it, and they want to do it for them. Yeah, this is an interesting year because this seems like maybe, and maybe I'm wrong, I mean, it seems like this is the healthiest. I know there won't be any, you know, I know Brian Cook won't be there. I know Jay, uh, you know Joe Tooney's kind of trending towards being out and Jared McKinnon as well, but this kind of seems like the important guys are are, are, are pretty healthy going up against what is a pretty strong uh, San Francisco 49ers team, which is, you know, maybe without one of their best defensive players at safety. But where is is this Chiefs team excelled more than ones in the past? I know the first year they win, it was like, you know, they've got one of the best wide receivers in football with Patrick Mahomes, who no one's quite figured out yet. And Travis Kelsey's there as well. And then you go play Tampa Bay. The offensive line is, you know, beat up and Mahomes is running for his life. And then last year, you know, it's like, well, Mahomes has the ankle. This year, Mahomes doesn't have anything. Kelsey's had another week of rest. He's had two weeks off uh, in the last you know month and a half of the season, which seems to be massive for where he's at and where he's been this year. Uh, is there anything that's different this year around with this team that maybe like from a health standpoint, I, I've, without the obvious that are hurt? No, I think that's a really good point. Uh, when you asked me about my past experience at the Super Bowl, I, I do reflect on this time last year when it was like 100% ankle watch at all times, you know, like can Patrick Mahomes go out there after a high ankle sprain and, and go win the Super Bowl? And he did. <laughs> uh, and it was incredible, but I'm glad that we're not having that conversation right now because you want to have your best shot when you're going into the Super Bowl and having a healthy Patrick Mahomes gives you your best shot. So I think the health is definitely part of it. I really think uh, the ability for the guys like Kelsey, like Mahomes to rest in week 18 was huge. Uh, I think the chiefs were, fortunate in a way that they couldn't improve their playoff position against the chargers in that final week of the regular season. And they couldn't hurt their playoff position as well. They were locked into that spot. And even though Travis was 16 yards away from another thousand yard season, I think we're seeing why he made the decision that he did that. Yeah, that would be cool to have a thousand yards, but if you can get that extra game of rest, you can give it everything you have here over the final several weeks of the season. And, I mean, he's been unbelievable. And if he had to play in that final game or if that final game meant something, I mean, there's only so much gas in the tank, and, and who knows if he would be doing what he's doing now. So I think that was a real benefit, uh, not just for Travis, but for Patrick and, and for the rest of the guys that could rest a bit. Uh, just having that game off so they could truly get themselves right for the playoff run and, yeah, the, the week in between, the, this past weekend, I think just having an opportunity not to play a football game, uh, to do the mental reps, to do the stuff in practice, but to allow your body to get right. Uh, the health of this team is, is a good thing right now. Not everyone's healthy. I mean, obviously, Charles Amenehu not going to be able to go out there. That's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, it seems like the guys that have gotten the Chiefs to this point are healthy, and that's all you can ask for. Talking to Chiefs reporter Matt McBullen here on 610 Sports Radio on After Hours. He is live in Vegas. Matt, um, I have yet to figure out why the Chiefs are plus two. Is there anything in your mind that understands why they would be the the underdog in this? And Because it's, it's not like we're lying. We're not fabricating the story. As I remember last year when they did the parade, everyone said, oh, the Chiefs gaslighted everything they talked about at the parade. It's like, no, they didn't. Like, they were underdogs against Cincinnati. They won. They were underdogs against Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. They won. And now they're underdogs for the third consecutive time this season in the playoffs when they were favorites the entire year. Um, do you have any sort of reason, like maybe why that is the case? <laughs> no, I, I don't know how these things get figured out. 
I'm with you that I look back at last year and it was funny how retroactively, like on a national level, all of a sudden everyone was picking the Chiefs the whole way <laughs> when I think those of us uh, in Chiefs kingdom against the Bengals, against the Eagles, kind of didn't feel like anybody was picking us. But I don't know. I think I kind of like it that way, honestly. I mean, if you look back at the game picks and the articles and the videos uh, prior to the Bills game, uh, it's tough to find a lot of people picking the Chiefs, even less so against the Ravens. I mean, I was reading things in, in bed the night before that game, thinking to myself, like, I mean, why do people think we even made the trip <laughs> if, if there's no chance here? And I just love that this team consistently, when people, when everyone else is doubting them, they find a way to get it done. And they remind everyone that the Chiefs are still here. And I think it's, it's pretty cool that the Chiefs hosted the AFC Championship game for five straight years. And the Lamar Hunt Trophy went through Kansas City. And even in a year like this, when the Chiefs ended, ended up with the three seed, uh, they're not going to host all these playoff games. But in the end, the Lamar Hunt Trophy still went through the Chiefs. And they took it back. And there's something legendary about that. Uh, and exciting about that. And if people want to continue doubting the Chiefs, I suppose that that is their right. But mm -hmm. I certainly am not doubting them. Yeah, what is it your uh, your good buddy says? You can hate the Chiefs, you can dislike the Chiefs, but you got to <laughs> respect the Chiefs, uh, which is yep. just, of course, Mitch being Mitch. Uh, last one, I'll get you out of here. I know you got a busy night. You're in Vegas. Uh, I'm very jealous, by the way. Uh, very well, I'm, jealous. I'm in Henderson, Dusty. I'm, I'm not in Vegas. I'm in Henderson. <laughs> okay, okay. But you could go to Vegas if you wanted to. That's uh, true. <laughs> so I want, I want to ask you this. Last night, opening ceremonies, how is – how is Vegas as a host city? Because I've got a really hot take that I think Vegas should host a Super Bowl every other year just because of what it is. What was it like last night? How loud were those boos? And how was it as a host city as, <laughs> as opening night was uh, Monday evening? Yeah, well, you raise a good point that Vegas is a place that is designed entirely to entertain. And at the end of the day, the NFL and, and things like opening night are is entertainment, right? So they definitely know how to put on a show here. Uh, they know how to to make it all work. And it's nice that everything is kind of compact and close together. I mean, the mm -hmm. stadium is right off the strip. Uh, all of the, the radio row stuff, um, where of course the 610 guys are, all of that is across the highway uh, at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. So it's all very convenient um, in terms of if there's a fan here and they're trying to check it all out, uh, it's easy to experience. The crowd was great uh, at Allegiant. Uh, I believe it was the largest opening night crowd ever. Because wow. normally that is in like a baseball or a basketball arena. Like mm -hmm. last year it was at the Suns arena. This year it was in Allegiant. So there was like 25,000 fans there. I think there were probably a lot of Raiders fans there <laughs> who were adopting the Niners uh, when our guys were up there on stage. But it was loud. There were a lot of boos. But again, I mean, we've seen how this team has responded when they are disrespected or when they're booed or when they're doubted. Like well, I was in Buffalo, I was in Baltimore. There was a lot of booze there too. And it, all it did was motivate our guys. So I, I was kind of into it when, when the fans were booing at Allegiant last night and, and Travis Kelsey and, and Chris Jones and, and Patrick, they're all trying to fire the crowd up. Like those guys love it. And mm -hmm. all it's going to do is motivate them. Uh, so I, I was, I was happy about the reception to be honest with you. Yeah, you kind of like that villain role to yourself. You're like a nice guy yourself. You kind of, you probably were grinning when they were booing at the top of their lungs. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, this is a, this is a legacy team. This is a historical yeah. team that we're seeing right now that uh, is on a run that doesn't happen very often. And the reality is that fans of other teams get tired of that. But fortunately for us in Chiefs Kingdom, i uh, got to enjoy every moment of this. 
when people are booing, just got to smile, and, and our guys will hopefully go out there and take care of business. No doubt about it. Well, Matt, you enjoy this run. You enjoy this time where you're in there. I, I couldn't imagine a better time to be part of a, of a Chiefs organization and all that you do. Keep doing good work, and we will uh, we'll pay attention to what you have to say throughout the social media sphere, uh, sphere and enjoy time in Vegas or wherever Thanks, you're Jesse. at. Appreciate you. You bet. <laughs> I appreciate that. See you next time.